you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. The Chris Voss Show. Com. Hey, we're coming here with our podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to go to youtube.com forward slash Chris Voss. Hit that bell notification button. Go to goodreads.com forward slash Chris Voss. See everything we're reading and reviewing right now. Go to all of our channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. See the big 132,000 group on LinkedIn and our newsletter on LinkedIn. That thing is killing it. People love that newsletter. It just goes right to their emails on LinkedIn, and uh, it's just eating up uh, all the views every day. Also, be sure to tell your friends, neighbors, and relatives to subscribe to the show. Today, we have Anna Lanier on. She is a premier life strategist who specializes in helping teenagers and adults to build strong and supportive family relationships. By addressing the root cause, which holds people back, she removes any and all excuses and replaces them with reasons and opportunities. Anna is not only proving herself in the industry for a very long time, but she is sought out by people from all over the country and the world as well. She's gone through her own hardships like abandonment by her father, an alcoholic mother, insomnia for two and a half years, a suicide attempt at 19, chronic back pain and migraines for 27 years of her life, obesity, non-alcoholic, liver hepatitis, poverty, and a depressed child. She makes the herself unique is by combining herself as a teacher, psychologist, and parent experience with her anti-depression expertise. She changes teens' lives and adults in subtle ways without lecturing confrontational therapy. That's the opposite of what I do. I, I just lecture them. I'm just kidding. I just, just do confrontation. Our philosophy, her philosophy is simple. Master the game of life so you'll never be trapped in pain and hurt again. In our uh, her approach with difficult teenagers, she teaches teenagers how to teach your child to master their game of life. Welcome to the show, Anna. How are you? Fine. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for having me. Good, good. I was just trying to take over your bio there, really, when, with the, how it's going. So give us your plug so people can find out more about you on the interwebs. So you can find me at analanier.com or better ask Anna with one n.com. But what we do is a little bit different than your regular business show. We're looking at the family as a cell of recharging somebody who is an executive, somebody who is a professional, right? Because this is the truth. When you come home and your family doesn't understand you, doesn't love you, doesn't respect you, somebody's in depression, somebody's angry, somebody's whining, right? You at work, you are not able to function properly, right? Mm -hmm. You're always worried about your family. You're not able to get to your true potential. You're not able to get to your top productivity. So what we do is practically we take over the family when there are any kind of problems, minor problems or major problems, we fix them so everybody can concentrate on work, making money, right? Because this is the truth. It, if, it's the, if the battery of your family life is not charging you properly, you always feel exhausted. You also always feel tired and you think mm -hmm. it's a work problem. 
when it is not. It's actually your family problem. There you go. And it sounds like you've been through quite a lot of experiences that have given you expertise and knowledge and some of the challenges that get thrown through people's life. Do you want to talk about some of those? Yeah, so I've been through depression for 27 years of my life. I was suicidal at 19. I was an adult child of an alcoholic, and I ended up as a parent of a depressed child at the age of eight. Mm. And after I overcame depression, I thought that I succeeded to catch the last train that goes to God or something like that because <laughs> mm. I was so happy, right? And it's when I realized that I have a specific talent to get people out of the depths of their pain mm-hmm. in a very different way than they expect. So, yes, sometimes we need to address depression for teenagers and adults. And that takes up to like five, six months. But we usually work on preventing these issues with like fixing marriages in less than a month with like turning your teenager from difficult to totally workable wow. in a couple of weeks, right? So we're trying to address these issues before it gets to the depths of nobody understands me, nobody likes me, nobody loves me, um, I'm not good enough, right? Because those are a little bit harder issues to address, but if we have to, we intervene in this too. Mm-hmm. So practically... When we work with companies or with professionals or with business people, we take away from their shoulders their family life. Mm. Right? So they can be relieved. And it's amazing, right, because we were working with, we talked about a mega success where I've been in December. And it's when I found my youngest customer, six years old, suicidal child. Holy crap. Yeah. So you can imagine how deep this goes, right? So, of course, that I intervene immediately. And he's already out of depression by now with his mother because they were both in the same thing. What was exceptional to see is from from the father, who was a very successful man, the moment when he saw that his family is fine, his child is not depressed and angry, his wife is totally fine, Now he's ready to open three extra businesses in the last month. Oh, wow. He felt so relieved. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, I have wings. I've been waiting for seven years for somebody to give me the solution. Now I know they're good. They're safe. They're totally fine. And he didn't do anything special. The poor man was just so worried, and it kept him down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if your home life isn't right, your, your work life isn't right either. True, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the way we're looking at the family is like, you know how it is that little orchestra things, like a duet, a trio, or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, quartet, where everybody's playing their own song, right? So I just interview for a short period of time and be the conductor. Now you stop, now you start, now you stop, now you start. And it just takes a couple of weeks until everybody plays a song instead of everybody playing noise. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all the difference. So what are some of the techniques that you use? How, how do you get people through these sort of things? Or uh, what sort of clients do you, are the people that you usually like to work with? You will be surprised at all, all kind of clients that are their marriage is falling apart. They have difficult teenagers at all levels, either withdrawn, anger, disrespectful, answering back, right? Or playing video games. We saw people that they realize they slip in depression or they have some level of anxiety, 
But the first technique that I use is that I teach them relationship skills. Because mm-hmm. they don't have a good relationship with themselves and with a family. Oh, wow. In that little orchestra I was talking about, everybody tries to play a song to be heard and nobody listens to the other person playing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of helps if you listen to each other. Conductor. Yeah. Now you stop, now you start, now you stop, now you start. <laughs> Right. And it's amazing because some things we can fix them in three days. So about uh, about seven really? weeks ago, it was, yeah, so, so about seven weeks ago, it was, it was a big executive that called me and she was like, I have my divorce papers in my hand right now. Wow. You have one week to convince me not to divorce my husband or I'm just going to throw these papers in his face. I'm like, I need three days from you. Wow. And she's like, what do I need to do? I'm like, do this relationship course of three and a half hours and then call me. Wow. She did not call me the next day. I said, why didn't you call me? Because I saw that you finished the course. I can see it on the computer. You finish it. Oh, my God. I am mute. I made so many mistakes in my marriage. You're you're hiring, firing people all the time. You're a big executive. You're mute. I'm like. I, I can't believe I thought my husband doesn't understand me. I don't understand and respect him. I'm like, okay, perfect. Now let's work on it. Do you want to work on it for the next month? Or you just want me to give you the 10 steps to do today? Give me the 10 steps. In three days, her marriage was saved. Wow. That's pretty darn amazing, man. That's pretty amazing. So why are people struggling so hard in marriages and relationships? I mean, is it that they don't know? How to how to partner up and be in a relationship with each other, or is it just so, there's they got a clean so, house on their issues or something? Sorry. So after they get through the honeymoon period, okay, yeah. you know that thing everyone loves that part, right? Okay, women have different expectations than men. Mm. So women always want their husband to change or their partner to change. Unconsciously, they want this. Why? They change every month. As a woman, you're changing every month. Your blood changes every month, right? Men are different. Men, I want you to be the same person as you. I married you 50 years ago, if it's possible, right? I don't want you to change. So this is super funny because when we're working with women like that, that they, they expect me to be the therapist where they complain, which I don't do, right? Mm-hmm. And they like, oh, be on my side and try to manipulate my husband to change and things like this, right? I shock them. I like short circuit them and I give them a a relationship course that tells them everything you do is wrong. You don't understand the man you're next to. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh my God, oh my God. So you're not by my side. I'm like, no, I'm by the side of a truth. Okay. You expect the man to change. You want to manipulate him. And poor man is bringing you everything you want at home. It's working. It's doing his best. Don't you have a little bit of respect towards him? Mm. They don't understand that because, you see, we've been in a culture, Chris, where we women know how to manipulate men. Yeah. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Okay. And we used to do that. And actually, the, the, the right way to approach a man is just to tell him the truth. Oh. He doesn't want quacking and being manipulated and being afraid of manipulating. Just tell him the truth. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Yeah. And 99% of the times he will tell you the truth. And We're very simple creatures that way. He doesn't know the truth. Yeah. 
I mean, we're very simple creatures like that. Just get right to the point. Tell us what we need to do, and we're off on that mission. Yeah. So I get along great with men because I just like just <laughs> talk to me like a man. Forget about that I'm a woman. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, and we're problem solvers. I mean, we're naturally problem solvers where if you give us a task or something, we're taskers. If we got to go kill the dinosaur, I mean, that's where we come from. We come from cavemen. If we got to go kill the dinosaur to get something to eat for everybody, we go kill the dinosaur. It's real simple. We don't, when we go shopping, we do the same sort of principle. We go get the jeans and we leave whatever, whatever we want to buy. We're not, we don't sit in there and spend a whole lot of time with that because we're hunters. We're Women are gatherers, men are hunters. It's so funny how a lot of people think that we're very different than our caveman genes. We're still the same. We're still the same. Bio, it's all biology, really. Uh, even worse, nowadays, women are, are taught by feminists that men and women are the same. They, they can be the same. Women can just act like men and... And it'll be fine. It, it doesn't work out because it's, it's eons exactly. of biology. You exactly. can't disrupt it. Tell us about some of the other th things you had or maybe a favorite client you had as a success story. So we had a lot of success stories. I, I remember when a guy just gave uh, to his wife my phone number. He said, listen, our marriage is not working. Just talk to this woman, right? <laughs> and she was the one who, her name was Cindy, and she was the one, like, complaining for an hour on the phone. I hate my husband. Do you know how bad he is? And I'm like, oh, God. Poor man is trying his best, right? <sighs> and you just don't get it, right? So a lot of, I, I call these women that are complaining about their men and they can't hold on a marriage, I call them as Bambi, right? Mm. Because they're always into the mode of wanting to change something, or always looking to be some kind of victim of something, right? Mm -hmm. And who is the abuser? It's got to be the husband because there is nobody else. And what I do is I electroshock them with a course of three and a half hours where they find out everything they did wrong. <laughs> and then, but now that I wiped off every intention of them to change their husband and do it all the way they want to, now it's easy for me to rebuild. Mm. So I have to be honest, Chris, I get more flowers from my men customers than I get from my husband. My husband is quite jealous. He's like, when the heck do I have a chance to buy you flowers? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It, it, does it have to do with accountability? Because I know one of the biggest complaints for a lot of my married friends is accountability in women. Getting them, instead of blaming the guy for everything and it's always his fault of everything. There's actually a guy on TikTok who does a thing for all the things my wife blamed me for today. And he's like, I breathe too loud and it's my fault. I need to stop breathing. It's kind of funny. He's got like millions of followers. There's a few of them now doing these things. Is accountability or self-accountability one of the things that you deal with women to help them overcome? No, I practically rewire them the right way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because this is the truth. They always have the idea that somebody is hurting them, that somebody is abusing them, that they have to be angry at something, right? And when I tell them that your husband is not the enemy, he could have left you a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And they hear this from a woman, which is not by their side, that shocks them. Because women are we're usually, oh, honey, you're so right. He's such a bad guy, right? And I'm like, no, you just don't get him. You don't understand. This man is doing this job. This man is doing the other job. And there are four types of men and four types of women in the world. 
So I show them all where we are and where we have to step properly to dance properly. Because relationship is a game, is a strategy, is a dance. It's not like fairy tale that you learn from an 80-year-old woman, grandma. Wow. Yeah. Is it what age group do you find struggles the most, or is it pretty much all women these days of all ages? I found uh, struggling the most the ones that have teenagers or kids at home that are difficult mm-hmm. because each one tries to pull the kid towards them thinking that the other parent is wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? And yes. then they, they, and I, I, I say this, I remember that I knew one of the famous Wisconsin lawyers, family lawyers, long time ago. And I asked her one time, what was your biggest case, the one that was like, you're never going to forget? And she told me it was a case when two people were divorcing and they're pulling one child right, left, right, left mm. towards them and the poor kid killed himself. So I always tell, you know, parents is like, stop interfering when the father talks, when the mother talks, stop saving the child and bring yourself into this triangle of insanity because no parent wants anything bad to the child. This Mm -hmm. is how you perceive things. And the child needs to learn the good from every parent. That's why they have two parents. Yeah. Most definitely. They they do. I guess I guess there's a lot of culture of blame in marriage. I've never been married. I can't afford the divorces. So I never got married. Now you can because you 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 know, you talk to me. <laughs> there you go. I, I still you gotta save me. up the money I for the divorces. No divorce. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the thing to do. Give them a copy thing. So are the men, you, you say you give a course to women. Are there, is there a course for men? Yes, we have courses for men. They're usually the one that are feeling betrayed and they don't know why they have been betrayed and hurt mm-hmm. by women. They don't know why they haven't been respected. Mm-hmm. And usually these kind of men, I call them the good boys. Mm-hmm. The good boys that are not very forceful. They have been taught by our culture to be soft, yep. you know, not to offend women and stuff like that. And those are the ones who get hurt the most. Yeah. The so we milk. do forces for them because the truth is they have been disrespected and betrayed by their partner because their partner doesn't feel protected with them. Mm-hmm. Because they're so soft and yeah, such exactly, good yeah. boys, right? Mm-hmm. So here we raise their self-esteem and we show them, Listen, you met 25% of women that are cheating on you. There are another 75% in the world that will never do that. So mm-hmm. come on, don't lose hope and don't quit. Don't end up at the age of 74 single. <laughs> we had customers coming to us. I'm 74. I'm depressed because I'm single and I have no kids. I'm like, how am I supposed to help you now? Did you figure Yeah, like out? 74. <laughs> that's a little late in the game to get started. Exactly. Uh, I think like, I'll I don't start think dating. I can help you. <laughs> what the hell with that? Uh, oh, it's true. The poor man was afraid of being married and being having a relationship for all his life. Instead of fixing uh, that problem and having the guts to go through a relationship course, he ended up depressed at the age of seventy-four. Well, that's a. I mean, that's a, there's his life choice. Probably happy for it. And I don't know. The the most interesting statistic that I read recently was uh, most married guys. It used to be that married men would die within a year of their uh, wives passing away. The recent thing that happened in modern year is most men die seven years before their wives. They're just fucking frazzled to death and beat down, and they just 
they just they're just beat out and die. So the guy probably lived longer for it. I expect to live longer for it. But what are some other things that tips and tricks or ways that people can reach out to you and do business with you? So we do work with teenagers. I mean, more like with parents, right? Trying mm-hmm. to teach them all these skills. We do work with emotional imbalance, especially anger, worry, right? And uh, anxiety. We work with a lot of anxiety, a lot mm. of anxiety these days. Right? I work with anxiety. Mostly it's mine. Yeah. So anxiety. people don't understand that the anxiety is like taken away in the family as energy, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, we do hard cases of depression too, if it's needed. But I'm uh-huh. hoping that nobody's going to get there. <laughs> Good luck with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that, <laughs> Depression's always fun. I think I live with it most of my life, but finally I, I got an eviction notice and told it to go its own way. I don't know what that means. No, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 it's a joke that I evicted depression. So that's just a joke. You divorced depression? Okay. No Something like that. Yeah. I served it notice and gave it divorce. I don't know. I probably still live with it. So, so what are some of the best ways people can reach out to you, do business with you, learn more about you, et cetera, et cetera? So the best way to reach me is betteraskanna with one n.com. Mm-hmm. There we have usually a couple of courses for free mm-hmm. for depression, and we have a couple of classes for free. And we have a new service that we institute, and we have a lot of requests called Ask Anna One Question Before mm. You Make a Mistake in Life. Mm. going to get yourself a free answer uh, from me. Because we saw many people jumping in divorces when their marriage could have been fixed. And then they end up in depression. I'm like, why did you divorce? Okay, you were better in your marriage and now you're more depressed. I'm like, this is not a good idea. Let's try to fix the problem, right? So we ended up with a lot of uh, requests there of answering questions. So better ask Anna with one end.com is the best way to reach me. And this is really important. I mean, I've been single all my life, which means I date all the divorced single mothers. And I hear what they say about their divorces. And nine times out of ten, they were actually better off staying in their marriage and working out if they could fix it. Especially if you... You would think that, Chris, but you see the men being single after they divorce, about one, two years after the divorce, Mm -hmm. they end up with heart attacks. Oh, really? Is that a statistic? And the women end up with all kinds of illnesses, mm. including ovarian cancer, breast cancer, and things like this. You would think they're better off. This is how they try to lie to themselves. Yeah. But the proof is that a life without love is a sad life. It really is. I mean, I think a lot of people, they seem to think it's life is better on the other side. And what is it? The, what's that adage? The grass is greener. But no, nine times out of 10, a lot of males aren't looking to marry up someone else who has someone else's seed. They're looking usually for their own seed if, they're, if that's what they're into. But the other thing is, is it's just such a mess to deal with. And so they really struggle. You see them on, uh, you see them on uh, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter trying to find a good man and they can't find anybody. It's like, you should really should just go back to your husband. They know exactly who they to find. Ah, is that they what they need to do? They, need they to don't even know who to find. Yeah, because they true. don't know who they are out of the four types of women. They don't know who they are. Yeah. So how are you going to know what you want? You're just deluding yourself. I want somebody that loves me and respects me. Just tell me which type of a four men you want, and I'll tell you where to get him. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are the four men? Oh, we call them uh, the creator. Okay. The manager. 
Visionary uh-huh. and the uh-huh. King. Ah, I'm all four. I think I don't know. A balanced person will be all four and mm-hmm. will be able to manage from these energies at any time. I hope. Hopefully, that's me. I don't know if I fit them all. <laughs> An unbalanced person will go only on one or two, right? Oh. And will always seek from the partner the other two and wondering why they don't get along. That's because you're I'm... seeking something that you need to accomplish. Oh, that's probably why I'm single. I have all four, so I don't need those. Yeah, but you see? That's probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been a wonderful discussion. And uh, give us your plug so people can find you on the interwebs and get to know you better. So, analinear.com or betteraskanna.com with one N. You can find me there. And yes, I am a parenting and relationship mentor, a life strategist, and an antidepression expert. There you go. Thank you very much for coming on the show today, Anna. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. And thanks to my audience for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Chris youtube.com, Chris all the groups on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, all those different places out there. Also, see our big LinkedIn newsletter and our big LinkedIn group uh, on LinkedIn. So in the name of the show, you can find it ever. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay safe, be good to each other, and we'll see you guys next time.